Hello, you're listening to Dope Comedians, a podcast about comedians who use weed to help with depression and whatever else is going on in life. Subscribe today to listen to subscriber-only episodes and audio, as well as bonus episodes and clips. To gain full access, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. Now, let's get at it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yo, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marcella Riley. And I just want to remind y'all that if you like this podcast, then please take a moment and go to wherever you're listening to this show and click subscribe. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Uh, It doesn't take that much time to do, but it helps us out so, so much. So get over there and do it right now. Uh, And also, if you want to come get high with us, then follow the show on Instagram at High Hopes Live. And you can also find me at cool black chick um i'm still waiting on you to subscribe i haven't seen it yet like where i'm waiting where is it oh there it is thank y'all okay all right enjoy the show bye welcome to another episode of high hopes I'm Marcella Riley. Yeah, yeah. I'm here with UCB comedian <laughs> Ramon Kazi. Um, he is all over the place. He has been on uh, Life in Pieces, Shooter. He's a director and an actor. He's been on Two Broke Girls. Um, what's up, dude? Hell, I'm hanging. I'm <laughs> hanging. I'm, sh- I'm shedding a layer currently. Yeah, it's a little warm. It gets toasty yeah. in here. Uh, but other than that, now I feel real good. I accomplished that part. So Yay! <laughs> Uh, so before we get going, uh, you know that this podcast is about depression, right? Yeah. And we're going to get into <laughs> Well, my yeah. last episode, my guest was like, wait, we're talking about depression? I didn't so. know. I, I'll, I didn't know if that was the theme of the podcast on a macro level or just uh, particular episodes, but cool. Every yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah. We dive into <laughs> it. Um, so before we dive into it, we're going to dive into some some weed marijuana um i'm using my traditional sublime because it if i get too high it's just gonna be a weird episode yeah um and i can bring us both down if i'm using sublime oh because it just makes me happy okay um it makes me feel sublime what do you have so tell everyone what you've got i brought this uh uh sativa uh train wreck oh that's right (laughs) is what i brought how does it make you feel 
Um, not as not as violent as the name sounds, um, but it's uh, it's cool. It's clean. Weed's different to me now, honestly. To get right into it, <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh, I smoked a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I already told, I already came clean and admitted to my mom and dad everything that I did uh, a couple years ago. So if they listen to this, I uh, this shouldn't be anything new. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've been smoking every week since I was 12 and then daily since I was 16 when we went to a Raising Us Machine concert in Chicago, (laughs) me and my buddies, uh, pitched in on an ounce for like four of us. And, uh, uh, this was in Belleville, Illinois by St. Louis. We drove to Chicago to see Rage and, uh, you know, we came home with leftovers enough, (laughs) enough for everybody to take some and. That was the moment. I think I traced it like, I don't know, however many years ago. I was like, oh, that was the day. That's so young. When I it started coming all together. Right. Oh, really? When it started coming all together. But, uh, well, and when it started uh, happening every day. Yeah. Um, because it was very much a, uh, um, you find something that works with your brain chemistry. Right. And, and uh, you kind of keep going with it. it it was great for me at that time with my young, not fully formed yet brain. Um, I've read that that's not good for kids. Weed is not good because you're still growing. You're still developing. And there's something yeah. in it that just it can fuck you up when you become an adult. Um, you don't seem fucked up. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I'm a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you're just acting. No, I, uh, uh, I, so I, I did get fucked up in um, 2009. I, uh, my friends know this uh, story about uh, uh, I got a series of concussions playing hockey. I was a goalie and I, uh, uh, it really fucked my brain up, changed my whole brain chemistry. And from then, I, uh, we did not do what it used to do for me. Yeah. Uh, like before, it sort of did make me more. Uh, I mean, I was, was a CPA. I'm a CPA. Um, and I took that whole exam high, you know, the whole, all of my school has been uh, stoned for the most part uh, and I did great, you know? Um, but then those concussions happened and yeah. there was a while where I couldn't even really make sentences and you look both ways before crossing the street would give me kind of this post concussion vertigo type feeling. Um, and so now a couple of years after that is when I started, um, it, it all the timing worked out i owned a house in st louis and uh it flooded mm-hmm. when i was at work one day and so uh. that turned into like a two-year-long uh process mm-hmm. the concussions had just happened so then i was forced to go live back my parents live in belleville illinois mm-hmm. uh, 45 minutes from uh, where my st louis house was and uh so i like stayed there and lived there and commuted to work uh there and back and I think what it is is when you're back without my first time living with my folks since 18. And so when they saw, I think, the difference, as opposed to people you meet in college or they just know you from this particular aspect. Yeah. Um, my parents were able to see that uh, something is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're, uh, you need to go... Uh, see how uh get some help yeah uh and then that was my first and it was fun you know it was exactly <laughs> like how my dad made me cut my hair as a kid uh i used to have real long hair and uh w- my dad would always be like cut your hair cut your hair but as with like a lot of 70s dads 
um, there was that one picture that survived that, sh- <laughs> that shows him with long hair and purple pants, you know, and I was, was always able to be like, look, dad, you had long hair. And yeah. Like, I was busy. I couldn't <laughs> get a haircut. Uh, but so he drove me to a haircut place, you know, like, hey, come on, get in the car. We're going to McDonald's. And yeah. then really, it's a uh, great clips. Um, and then that's how it was when they took me to a psychiatrist. What? <laughs> so like we're going to McDonald's. Yeah, and he's like, come <laughs> on, we're going to go get you a dilly bar from Dairy Queen. Oh, my God. Took me to the psychiatrist. Wow. And so when you got this, um, so right, are, is this when you're like having this, 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 are you also discovering this about yourself too? Like, did, are you just walking through like being how you are and not really realizing what's happening? Like, were you in your own little bubble or were you aware? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know what was happening because okay. it was such a big difference yeah. from who I was just before those concussions. I, I refer to them as like pre and post incident, mm. uh, Ramon. And, uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, beforehand, I mean, I felt great. I was uh, good good at sports, you know, playing yeah. hockey and stuff. I was playing the drums in like a weirdo kind of uh, hard rock metal um, soul Really? Band. Yeah. Hard rock metal. You don't seem like a yeah. hard rock metal. Soul, I can see. I can yeah, see the soul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've chilled out uh, so much yeah. since, since the concussions also because it kind of – some of it might just be uh like i can't afford to get another um yeah blow to the head yeah not that i was like uh violent beforehand but you know i was quick quick tempered (laughs) i've had to since calm down uh like out of survival right well i think that's (laughs) you know when you become an adult it's like okay now i have to actually pay attention to my life and yeah yeah you can't just be freewheeling anymore and yeah uh, so I certainly noticed a change, but I didn't know if that was just because I was, um, like m- my day to day was so different in that before I would, uh, be playing hockey, playing music, drumming every night, working as an accountant during the day and then <laughs> doing shows at night. And yeah. eventually I started acting off of those things. Um, but then, uh, uh after those concussions, I, I couldn't play the None drums anymore. Yeah. I couldn't like land a joke or anything and uh so i essentially just kind of withdrew from uh i don't want to say society because that's super dramatic but like your social circles because what's happening is you're sitting there and you have sentences in your head Mm -hmm. that you are unable to get out in any kind of timely fashion so when people are having a conversation and you have something you you want to contribute you can't like it's the time has passed by the time I'm able to say the words oh, really? that that were in my head. Oh, wow. That's why I like uh, uh, doing improv now is uh, sort of a personal challenge of mine to where like if I can get real great at this, then I'll have more evidence that I'm uh, more healed than I yeah. think I am. Or well, you're on a UCB you know. team, so yeah. that means you're doing pretty well. Yeah. It's dope. <laughs> it's dope. I mean, it's a mess hall team, so it's temporary by oh. design. But you know, is it yeah. temporary? Oh, because it's yeah, like a six month run or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. But it's so cool. I mean, that's part of that's part of what it is. Is like I want to go to. This is a a character trait of mine. Is like when I started college, I wanted to. Uh, you know, never mind. I don't want to. Uh, I like to. Uh, uh, I like to. Um, 
you know, go to where the best is and, and try to become uh, colleagues of those. Yeah. Of that category that group, of folk, yeah. you know, yeah. in, whatever, in whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, find something else to do. <laughs> right. So this is, this is your new thing yep. to do. Yeah. Um, it seems like you're doing pretty well. You're, yeah. yeah, you got oh, your reels look really great. I was oh, checking those thank out. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ooh, this guy is like, he's he's not on the up and up. You're already up. Oh, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy with that in that regard. You yeah, know? in yeah, that yeah. regard. Like, when did you? Uh, when was like that moment of like I am depressed? When did that hit you? Like, this is what it is. Uh, I think it was this moment in, uh, uh, like, when my <laughs> when I was back living with my parents and they sort of, like, blew up because uh, I was just, um, you know, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and so when they, when you when you get t- taken to a psychiatrist without knowing that's where you're going, <laughs> you know, Gosh. it should be an indication anyway. Yeah. Um, but not, I mean, it was, it was the fact that I couldn't do all those things that I had like previously valued myself on, mm-hmm. um, uh, hockey and music and, uh, timely like, <laughs> commentary, you know, that's, that's what I was good at. But, uh, um, yeah, in, uh, that, in that, in those times, a couple of years after that, uh, and then it's sort of like comes up pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, I think what happened in my case is some people have dormant mental health issues or whatever. Um, and then something unleashes it. Uh, sometimes there's just such a dramatic shift in brain chemistry that now this is a new normal. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. feel like that's what, um, my, uh, cases come from uh and so now i'm uh let's see because you don't have a uh, control over when your ups and downs are going to be like yeah you know you can uh, uh i mean i had really great career highs uh this year last year and um it's the same thing that uh people tell you when there's like i don't understand why you're so depressed things are going <laughs> so well for you what do you it's like well look that's the whole point is right. it's not uh i i didn't choose to be down today because right. my sports team didn't win right you know like right. uh no everything's going great it, ted danson and i just held hands <laughs> like intimately in a makeup chair together yeah. you know my life is fucking awesome yeah uh but at the same time there's just a yeah, so uh, what I learned after those concussions is so much of who we are is just purely brain chemistry. Your whole personality changes with something like that. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm essentially just on the hunt for the right medication, right. Uh, treatment, kind of holistic or otherwise mm-hmm. uh, to sort of balance, uh, balance it out. And so you yeah. said that um, you're kind of weaning weed out. So like you were using it to help medicate. Yeah. And now you're so you've gotten to a point where is it not useful or you just like what what, what's making you want to. I don't like the feeling of being high anymore. Mm. Um, And I think that might be because. Our work is so uh, 24 seven, like it's not an eight to five job or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, and with any kind of performances, I can't go and. Yeah. Do <laughs> improv comedy. Have you ever high. done 
uh, what have you done high? What kind of performing? Uh, I did, uh, in my band, I used to play high a lot. Yeah. Um, but then when uh, uh, I wasn't smoking for a while and did again after I think like four months or so, I uh, got high before a concert and found myself like getting super into the rhythms and then missing changes. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, never again. <laughs> never doing that again. Uh-huh. Know, but it was fine. But I did um, <laughs> last Wednesday, they did a cage match at UCB Franklin that was uh, the Giant Teams edition. So it was uh, Mess Hall <coughs> and um, uh, Mock, the improvisers that do Mock over at the clubhouse. Okay. So it was like two 13-person teams. I didn't know I was going to go up that night. Mm-hmm. So I you know, had a shared in a joint with some friends out on the sidewalk. And then it just uh, ended up in the show. So that was the only real time I've performed. Oh, really? High, okay. But how did that uh, performance go? I mean, great. We won. We won. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, yeah, Woo-woo. we won. <laughs> I I remember one moment as it was happening of me being like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but um, other than that, it was I all right. I think it happens, though, when you're not high. It's just like, oh, yeah. with improv, it's just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Came out already. Yeah. But uh, uh, the difference now is I found out in um, March, April that I uh, uh, am... Uh, not quite depressed more as much as I have a bipolar two, which is different. Um, and I don't know, nobody knows enough about it to really know how to handle it. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, so that's been my, uh, kind of, uh, uh, source of uneasiness, uh, you know, discovering that and like dealing, dealing with that. What, uh, as far as bipolar, like what triggers a mood switch? Have you noticed or like what? It's no, just the, honestly, the big relief about it was that it uh, it made more sense to me than a depression diagnosis, oh, you know, okay. because it's a little more mm. um, running on its own. Yeah, you know, it's not so much causation and effect or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the good thing that's come out of it is, okay, now I have a name for it. Somebody else like it. Cause that's uh, honestly early on in the depression diagnosis, I kind of, my gut knew that that's not what, uh, the, the an end all diagnosis was, but that keeps you from wanting to go seek out more. At least for me, I didn't want to go seek out more therapy or more like, so they'd put you on thing, yeah. meds and then you take them. And if they work, uh, you know, if there's not some horrendous side effect, you just keep taking them. You yeah. Know? Have you had um, like crazy side effects? Yeah, I did on the last uh, last point. The, the night of that cage match uh-huh. event, I uh, uh, had a side effect showing of this new medication I was on. Uh, they put me on called Lamictal, and uh, it 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 uh, is called Stevens Johnson's syndrome, and. Uh, essentially how that shows up is rashes start to form but they like uh it's like intense burning yeah and then if it continues the rashes turn into like oops turn into that (laughs) if uh rashes turn into uh your skin melting off essentially what so i ended up in the emergency room that night after the uh mess hall (laughs) performance dang 
But uh, uh, so I stopped taking that and the rash has subsided. And so now uh, I have another appointment in a couple of weeks. We'll figure out. Uh, You're actively getting help, though. That's which is I think is awesome. Yeah. Like a lot of people I talk to are not really. Everyone's just using weed to help medicate. Yeah. Uh, self-included. Go to Hollywood Mental Health Center. They'll take you for free. It's not a, it's not an, in, tied to insurance or anything. You know, it's. Mm. It's not like it. a per diem or anything. It's like they just no. walk in. Oh wow! I haven't paid out of pocket at all. Oh there. really? Yeah. That's and the prescriptions I'm getting out for free. Oh uh, wow! Well. Yeah. That. Hmm. Yes, I'm going to look into this. Now, at the same time, that you know, uh, the first round of what they tried giving me wasn't working. It basically turned me into like a zombie behind glass, and that was when. See, I don't know. Uh, you know. That's how I felt. I felt like I was in in the uh, middle, you know, like yeah. nothing's really interesting. Um, but I was still going to improv. That's see, that's the that's the value of. I've always had bands, and now I've got the uh, when I didn't have a band or anything, and you're just kind of a solitary actor, or even worse, an accountant. You don't have um, you don't have anything to pull you out of bed when you're in the depths <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> you know mm -hmm. but now it's like i've got um, a team that we all need each other and so yeah. i have to show up to practices and shows and with a band you have to show up to the rehearsals and the shows you can't right. not do it right so i've certainly been using i've been getting more and more involved in improv mm -hmm. knowing that uh this is going to keep me from uh just kind of hiding out in my solitude yeah and are they <laughs> aware know. of like anything that would be going on like if something happened like okay well this is like they are like are they patient i don't know i don't know what the right thing but are they aware of like if something could be happening like this is probably a trigger from the bipolar or the depression uh, oh i don't know that's a better question for them i guess <laughs> um and, and that's the other thing is like the interactions are so quick if it's a, an improv set, it's like 15 minutes and then you're in and out of there 30 minutes or whatever. Um, that's it. That's why no one ever knows. it's like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. If you have practice, that's like two hours, three hours or something like that. But, you know, that's the difference between, I guess, I don't know. I know that BP2 is the more, um, th is the lesser of the two types of bipolar. So mm -hmm. what um, can you, okay, what's the difference between BP1 and BP2? Uh, one is much more manic and that's when you have like the more violent mm -hmm. kind of the scary, uh, stereotypes, okay. <laughs> you like know, the, the really out of control ups and downs and yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't know what my, I know, I know I've told teammates or if things come up sometimes if like a scene comes up where, mm. um, you know mental illness is m involved in like the joke of it or oh somebody's off their pills or meds or whatever that kind of hack mm. humor you know mm -hmm. when that hack humor comes mm -hmm. up with that particular you know because it comes up a lot in improv scenes sure yeah um, it's a big thing yeah uh so then i brought it up specifically ah. uh like as an aside with the teammate or on stage in the scene if it calls for it. You yeah. Know. That happens more at jams, though. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But um, Do you ever feel uneasy calling them out or, like, checking them on, like, just, hey, 
what you said you know affected me this way or in the in the off the off stage uh ones yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but it's like a conversation that has to happen mm-hmm. um, anyway <laughs> yeah well some <laughs> people know. don't say anything you know so yeah. it's, so that's what you, yeah i think you're at a better place than like because you're able to be like hey guys this is yeah yeah uh this is funny the uh uh, friend of mine on my improv team um we were just out and chatting and and i was new to this team at the improv space and uh uh uh, i forget what the question was but basically i just asked a very direct question and her response before answering it she answered the question but was just like you're you're like in your 30s right i'm like what are you yeah yeah but what yeah what um I mean, I don't care. Like, it's fine. Uh-huh. But um, she was like, okay, yeah, because that's a... She brought up, basically, uh, that I wasn't being, like, rude or impolite, but that lots of people in their earlier mid-20s are more hesitant to just ask a straight-up question oh. about something, anything yeah. that matters <laughs> and, and get an actual uh, response. But that just might be an improviser comedian thing also. Right, you know? yeah. Like, I'm not... Uh, yeah, uh, what kept me away from the community a long time was just, like, you couldn't get a serious conversation out of any of these people, you know? It was all just going for bits, bits, bits and bits, laughs. Bits, bits. Yeah. Yep. So that's also uh, annoying, you know. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do know, and again, it's the value of having what, when I was afraid of going through more therapy to get, because uh, I didn't want to get labeled this other thing, that right. other thing, this other thing. Um, now there is a certain freedom in, um, yeah, having something to attribute all of this <laughs> bullshit to, yeah. you know, and uh uh, knowing that there is some whatever the help is, I don't know what the help is just yet, or what we're gonna, uh, what's gonna solve it, or mm-hmm. if, if it can be, you know, like it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the value is, is I have gotten better at just knowing that I can take myself out of a situation without worrying about other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, in. I do have friends. I mean, uh, I've got friends, (laughs) uh, which is new. Like, I mean, as I say that, it's sort of in acknowledge, like, uh, I do have friends. Mm. It's cool. Mm. I didn't, I don't know. I never Mm. really fully thought that I did (laughs) ever, ever. Yeah. All stages of life, you know. But you Um, feel like you got that going through this whole comedy journey that you're doing yeah, mm. I mean, it also might be, um, if I were no good at it, would I still have these friends? I don't know. Mm. That's always been in the back of my, like, if I were no good at hockey, would any of these kids still like me? Or if yeah. I were a bad drummer, would any of these people want to be around me, you know? Maybe that's why no one uh, talks to me. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that gets to the, uh, that gets to the severity of that initial question when you're like, what happened that you first start becoming aware of the change in your mind it's like okay well now i'm no longer good at the things that i th- think yeah. everybody values me for mm-hmm. um so you know it really a, gets it really gets to uh like where do you pull your value from right where do you pull <laughs> you your know? value from yeah that's i'm asking i, I don't know <laughs> i haven't figured that out yet mm-hmm. you know yeah i haven't figured that out yet i mean i believe in god and an afterlife and i like to think that uh, that helps me uh, and it certainly does, because at the very least, I can just sort of fall back in the uh, this life is temporary. 
you know, there was like an old Sufi poet that uh, in the 1400s that was on his deathbed. I can't remember the, his name, but on his deathbed, he had all of his students around 20, 30 students um, that were there looking for one last pearl of wisdom. And uh, this master poet, scientist, mathematician, theologian, lover, as all of those guys were mm -hmm. back in those days, um, he said uh, just one sentence instead of a whole diatribe. It was uh, the translation roughly was uh, uh, prepare for this world in proportion to the amount of time you'll spend in it. Prepare for the next world in proportion to the amount of time you'll spend in it. Mm. So if you are of the group mm. that believes that the afterlife is eternal, then that's, uh, that's a profound sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, now, if you believe that nothing comes after this, which is totally fully your right. And, mm. you know, then that statement doesn't have any weight. I'm but, on the fence about it still. Know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I because my mom is super duper Christian. So she, yeah, would, that would resonate with her. Yeah. For sure. I don't know where I fall in that. That's I think I'm right. just living for right now, like for today. That's all I can control. That's all right. Right? See, I do have, um, and this is something my psychiatrist and I are talking about. I, I am addicted to weed and coffee as we're here still talking. I'm like <laughs> reaching now for my pipe. But uh, I, it sucks. And I know it has power over me and it's really... It fucking sucks. Mm. Uh, when does the urge know. come? Like, how do you? Because uh, I don't drink coffee, so I don't understand that addiction. But like, when yeah. we so like, where? When does it? We're like, oh, I gotta. Hit. It's just like your hands just take over. Um, I don't know. I mean, there'll be times where it's like, even I thought it would all change when I got out of accounting and into something that I loved, uh, where I was spending all of my time acting, doing creative arts, uh, and I did for a couple of past few years you know three years um but it hasn't you know it is i'll be in the morning on my way to a, an important meeting with the producer or whatever and mm -hmm. uh know that i can't be smoking i can't be high at, at this meeting i can't yeah. do you know but then it just happens like on mm. the way on the way there at a stoplight it, you know mm. um mm. now i don't drive a car anymore which is help which helps me in this regard yeah is uh, I just ride a motorcycle and and it's a uh, you, you can't just smoke weed yeah, while you're you driving, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so what I thought would clear up when I moved out of something that I did not care for into something that I did, um, I mean it didn't clear up. Yeah. Um, so then again, it gets you to um, like it's a chemistry thing, and and so I feel like if more people were more willing to accept that it really is just science brain chemistry happening. Um, nothing we can do about it. It'll help people to realize that they need medication, right. some, something, something to help. That, you got to yeah. find a way to balance out whatever equation is off, mm, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really helpful. Like yeah. to hear you, hearing you say that is like, I'm in my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I need to like get those checks and balances. Yeah, you need them. Like. I know, I, but I mean, and then at the same, like you know, prior to those concussions and things, I I did think that the weed did help me, probably with like underlying anxiety and depression or whatever that existed before the uh, trauma. Mm -hmm. But um, 
you know, I don't know. Who knows? I think it is a difference in like, um, um, I, my mind now is different than my mind was at in my twenties as in your teens. And course, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so the ultimate point is that there are lots of variables and I would like to eliminate weed just to clean up my personal science experiment in how my brain functions. Um, that's yeah. yeah, that's such a different journey that I'm, I'm hearing from everyone that you're on this path to like cleanse yourself of the marijuana and just stick with, you know, the regime that has been working for you. That's well, really, that's the yeah. thing. It, nothing has been working for me. And, yeah. And I know that this is something I've used for a long time. Yeah. To try to either forget that the day was terrible or mm-hmm. um, just out of habit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. really. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the solution is, but again, that's where I'm so thankful of having like these, um, at the time when it was hockey teammates, of having teammates, of having band members Mm -hmm. and of having an out improv comedian member. I mean, if all I did were, um, like stand up, I would never, I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, who knows? But I think it, like I was saying before in that, I have responsibilities in these rehearsals with these teams or bands mm-hmm. that I can't um, shirk. Right. Uh, I, the, the, the other people's involvement was the only reason that I got out of bed that day um, or didn't go to wherever, disappear. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com into the mountains for a couple yeah. of days or whatever you yeah. know uh go on a road trip without telling anybody is that stuff, what you would do you when know? you would retreat you would like literally like leave the city or oh like yeah yeah there. i've turned my phone I, i've changed my phone numbers all the time <laughs> i don't ever tell anybody when that happens usually Ooh, uh, wow 
I I was about to like retreat from social media altogether until improv became like part of my life. Yeah. Um, and now you can't. You said you deleted your account earlier, I think, right? Yeah. Your Facebook yeah. account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's back because you got to <laughs> plug that clubhouse show. Stupid. <laughs> improv. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm so. I I just wonder if I would have. Um, pulled myself out of the apartment if all I had was just me, my material and an audience in a stand-up setting. I don't know that that would... That's interesting. So, and I guess in that sense, for a stand-up comedian, it would probably be probably be harder for them to cope because it's all... That's a more individual form of comedy. I I think it's a case-by-case basis, you Mm know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever done stand-up? No, never. <laughs> not not <laughs> once. We might experiment. Uh, y- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had uh, jokes or jokes. I don't even know. You can't call them jokes. I've had uh, notes on scribbles of paper for a long time. I think I'll start um, smoking some of your weed if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, totally. The um, um, Sublime? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. What is a... Uh, is this a sativa? It's a sativa, and uh, it makes me very happy. What I, what it, how it makes me feel is uh, like I'm the happiest person on the planet. And everyone else, like I see everyone else's misery. Um, that's how intense it feels. Like that's the happiness sad. feels. I know. <laughs> it makes me sad. How does? It, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna affect you that way, but Ooh, is um, this a peanut butter lid? Is an ashtray? <laughs> I got five of these in you my. Listen, apartment. I live alone. Yo, uh, so do I. <laughs> For real. Uh, I have two uh, couch cushions. I don't know what happened to the third one. I've had three peanut butter and banana sandwiches today. It's <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon right now. You know. <laughs> what did I eat today? I don't even know. We have sun chips um, and strawberries. Yeah, but for the audience. So, yeah, I haven't done stand-up. There, I, there's a performative aspect to this show. So, out of um, my own um, fears, probably all tied into fear, I think, now I'm smoking weed, even though previously I said I can't do shit when I'm high. Um, but now I'm smoking some because it's the conceit of this podcast. Let's see. So you, because you're super, super busy, um, does that ever affect? How does how do you balance that out? Uh, well, with with this, this is why for a long time I I felt like other industries weren't. Uh, excuse me. Let me exhale. <coughs> that other industries wouldn't really line up <coughs> because <coughs> look, I'm not working. I'm not a series regular or anything or having like leads and movies that shoot for nine months. So, um, the days I'm called upon to work or perform outside of like improv, we do four or five nights a week, you know, but outside of that, uh, in terms of auditions or, um, shooting dates, they're not, they're in few and far between um Mm -hmm. and so i at least and maybe this is one of the big differences between bp1 and 2 is i'm able to at least try and muster it up for that day and you're kind of used to it in all the times i have to drag myself to a rehearsal or a show it's just kind of another thing you have to drag yourself to now one reason why i'm willing to put up with all the blockades of building a career in this industry is because i know that it's one where it's essentially all you're jumping from job to job. Yeah. And so it's not like how it was or would be as a full-time working anywhere or whatever mm-hmm. job. 
where you see the same people every day, 40 plus hours a week, and they're going to start noticing your swings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you start having problems and then you start got a little too honest in that moment. Oops, got a little too real in that moment. Mm. And then uh, next thing you know, you're fired from that job <laughs> or you're like, you wow. or you're visualizing driving your car off of the bridge yeah. every day, you know? Um, so this does not, that opportunity hasn't happened for me yet in the sense that I haven't been able to work on something long enough for mm-hmm. me to lose control of the juggling, you know? Okay. So I don't know. I mean, I was taking uh, previously, I mentioned the medication that put me in like a zombie state of mind that lasted 12 hours and I couldn't take it until two hours before I wanted to go to sleep. And, but when you're performing until one in the morning, then that's three o'clock. Then you're not like normal until another 12 hours later, three in the afternoon, the next day. But if you have a job, day job, that shit's not going to (laughs) fly. Having an audition or something early in the morning, or even just a phone call, like a conference call that you have to be communicative in and alert. Uh, That wasn't working for me. So now it's just like, yeah, it's this hunt for. Have you tried a bunch of stuff this year? You said you started in March. Yeah, Trying for for the BP two depression, but I've been on. I found like uh, I started on uh, uh, shit. The first year, twenty eleven is when I started. Uh, Two thousand nine is when I started uh, uh, medicating uh, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've probably gone through two, three, four, and then landed on Wellbutrin is what I've been taking mostly. Mm. Uh, and it's. I don't know. It's fine. It's again, I'm like, I, this is why I want to get weed out of the picture because I want to, I need to start like, I need a spreadsheet and pie charts. Yeah. Start like breaking my shit down. down, Yeah. You know, um, have you done that at all at any point? Like actually keeping track of, I did, I did, uh, did one journal entry the other day. Okay. Uh, and it was like, four sentences and it was so strange actually doing it because it was a good day and I did accomplish a lot, but that's not what came out when I started writing in terms of like, you're not, how much of, how much of how we react or perceive the things around us is us trying to convince ourselves of something, (laughs) you know? So does that go away when you just sit down and start typing um, hopefully not because if, <laughs> according if that little paragraph I wrote was like accurate, uh, then it's sad and scary yeah. and I don't like it, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, insane, yeah. but, uh, um, this is the other thing about at least being an actor or just having any kind of analytical mind is you have to put yourself in, you have to put yourself in so many other situations and justify some characters actions throughout a whole storyline and before and after and, doing plays and stuff, you, you know, you find a way to where you can, I can, this is, that's what I'll tell you in an acting school. Stop saying you. Say yeah, I, I, yeah. I can in therapy too. There's a lot of overlap. Um, uh, ooh, what? I lost it. The, um, where I can, Ooh, I lost it. Uh-oh. I lost it. Hmm. Acting school. (laughs) 
See what I mean? <laughs> what, what was it? Three minutes ago? And now I can't say shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Fuck it. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. That's totally fine by <laughs> yeah. me. This is a, uh, I'm sure that's not the first time in the podcast that this will happen or the last. Uh, I've lost so many of my thoughts <laughs> in the other episodes. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I've gotten a lot out of a lot of things you've said already. Um, it, um, uh, as far as self care goes, uh, is there anything else you're doing other than the medications or like, you know, I don't know, maybe meditating or yeah. Yoga. Yoga. I've started doing that. Um, well acting school gets you into your body, tries to find a way to connect your mind to your body and your breath and your words and all that. And, mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of that groundwork was done there in terms of like uh, first of all recognizing that energy is within and without us you know um and then finding a way to use your breath to access it (laughs) to some degree Uh, i swear i had some kind of like chi experience healed my concussions um that's a not a story for today (laughs) that's a whole episode um but uh what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. What was the question? What's it called? Sublime. Uh self care. It's called sublime. You're happy, huh? Yeah. See? yeah. I like it. <laughs> Let's hope I don't start thinking about other people's sadness. Oh yeah. no, no, you just notice it. You don't think about it. You just see it. But I'm happy too, so you're not we're both fine. When you walk outside though, you'll see it. Um other yeah, I'm happy. forms of self care. Oh, uh, yeah, I got in a, um, this is where I think playing sports and stuff was so helpful. And then having that no longer be part of my life did also was one of the variables that contributed to this mental health switch because at one point you're, uh, doing things constantly, you know, athletic, I mean, playing the drums is a, like involved. Um, but, uh, not having that affected it probably so um that's interesting trying to get back into it i mean ex- exercise is great yeah. uh i got in a um motorcycle accident not a shit no i ride a motorcycle now. i got in a car accident in january after like six months of driving a car you have everybody tell you that you get to get off a motorcycle and i rode that thing get- for like four <laughs> and a half years and then i get on a but um, whatever. Uh, so now my back is starting to feel better. It's been a lot of variables again. Like yeah, so all much. This so, yeah, year I've had that because that back pain is no joke, and it lasted for a long time. Dang. Uh, I was in class taking class. I had I retook a lot of UCB class because I had. You were missing. Uh, no, I wasn't missing it. I w- got in a car accident. I went to a jam that night at <laughs> Inner Sanctum. After it all. That's crazy. <laughs> broke up. I was. Uh, yeah, no, I'm in pain. So, a lot of my improv was affected by that pain. I don't know. I mean... I'm excited, basically, to see how all of that continues to invo- evolve as my personal health, yeah. physical and mental, uh, continues to evolve. You know, that's where it's, I'm, like, optimistic, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, more so now because I went and sought out treatment and got some... Or got at least the least I got a diagnosis that got right. second 
opinion you know so were you um, doing therapy from when your parents took you and then all between there like have you no i I went maybe uh like three or four times early on to a the licensed social worker and i got very frustrated because uh, i just thought it felt like i was just being repetitive every week saying the same shit you know and then uh and then even she at some point was like um you know, you've done, you've accomplished so much. You should feel great. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh, but flash forward to like, uh, you know, half-hearted suicide, you know, attempt or whatever. Uh, again, a longer story. But uh, that in that moment where you're like, yeah, fuck it. Um, what plays in your mind is, you know what? They're they might be right. Like, mm. uh, I did accomplish a lot. I did do this and that and the other thing. And what, mm. like, I should feel good about what I've done. And all of that's like past tense. And in that moment, it's really easy to be like, great. Yeah. All right. If you say so, if you think that was good enough for our fucking people, you know, yeah. like, yeah. uh, fine. But, uh, uh, yeah. So that was, that made it easier to just be like, yeah (laughs) crazy Uh, but you know i realized that that's a selfish thing to do and uh i can then talk about my experience very openly because i uh figure somebody this doesn't i don't like talking about any of this stuff you know but it's it has to be discussed well i do appreciate you being here yeah no thanks thanks um what so because the show is called high hopes and i keep forgetting to ask ask everyone what their high hopes are oh yeah um so yeah. what are your high hopes uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean uh my high hope is to not have to smoke weed anymore you know like i'd love to be totally sober in all regards mm. uh is that like a 2018 <laughs> resolution no because yeah. Yeah, I've tried this uh, many times, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh uh it's an ongoing thing, you know. Yeah. But I uh um I basically now that I know that I have um bipolar 2, I can uh stop searching for answers mm-hmm. and like what the fuck is wrong with me or I'm such a piece of shit and like when you find when I when I find that shit happen, it's like it's easier now. It's not a mystery of what the f- you know yeah. like because at a certain point, as long as you keep going untreated, you're either gonna develop a substance abuse problem, or um, not a who you know. Uh, I re- right right as I said that, I was like, I'm not I'm I don't I don't want I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything oh. <laughs> in my mind. You know like. <laughs> I was like, Ramon, you just set up uh, these two things scenario, and this, this, the world is too complicated for these two things. <laughs> well, but what you're experiencing you know. is valid, and your yeah. openness about how yeah. It, yeah. But so uh, I think what I'd like to do now is um, try to get back all of those things in, that I had prior to my concussions. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, I want to, I want it all, I want it all back. Yeah. You know, like I want to get to a place where I'm regularly playing the drums. I'm in, 
I played time to time now with this old band. Um, great shows. We get to play great shows, uh, but uh, we don't get to rehearse and there's nowhere to play. And it's not real because I'm not doing it every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who are your. This was so serious. I didn't. Mm, what? I feel like I uh, uh, made this all what? too down. I mean, we're talking about depression, so yeah. I don't think. Uh, Can we put in like a an occasional like a random noise of what? Yeah, <laughs> like time to time, <laughs> you can just go add, just add one in, add uh, a couple in, add a couple in for me. Do the the air horns. Don't do that. No, <laughs> don't do that. Just do a, like a little bedoying kind of well, thing. Well, I got I, really, I got really. Uh, Weird. Got really un- this weird weirdly is the uncomfortable. Best way. Yeah. How do you feel right now? Um. Not great. Not great. Not great. Really. No comment on you at all. <laughs> but like a minute and a half. If I can. If I'm being super honest, like ninety seconds ago, I felt great. Oh. Now I don't feel. I feel like really anxious and. Because uh, you. Because like, you smoked or. No, I don't mm. see this. This is why I have to get rid of it. Mm, so so I can, have at least yeah. one less thing in the equation of how do I find balance in my like mind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, I know that there's it's it's uh, it's just some something something's out of balance. And my job is to try and find how to put it in balance again. Yeah. You know, so I need to make that easier on myself. But substances are uh, great to mask like the short term shit is like, you know. So that's another nice thing about improv uh, is I don't smoke for like I have a three hour cutoff, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Yeah. So before coming here, you know, noon, I stretched it to like 12.04 or something like that. Okay, okay. But I stopped. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sure when we listen back to this, the first half of this was probably way more coherent, but... Oh, it's fine. Entertaining? You, I don't know. Who knows? This strawberry is delicious. Is it? Thank Great. Uh, there was a Steve Martin thing what? Uh, where he was talking about how, like, uh, it. Y- you really just have to uh, keep doing, like, the dedication and the work is more important than the talent. Kind of yeah, and all that. So, um, that's what I did. You get that from his book, his autobiography. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel better now. Now I feel good. Yeah, I'm back to feeling good again. Yay! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sweating. Ah! That was so intense. Oh wow! That so it just passed like that. Mm. That's what it's it comes and goes. Yeah. Maybe I need to have. Maybe this is the environment to really. Take some uh, um, data, collect data. Some data. Do like you want just a piece constantly of paper? talk, constantly talk about what's going on through your head right now. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle all of it. <laughs> I'm a petite lady. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. But no, um, now I feel great. Yeah, but I do believe in the power of thought and mind and prayer. And I, like I alluded very mysteriously to the chi experience that healed my brain from its concussions. Uh, and I believe that that can happen. Uh, I believe that that can happen, you know, Mm -hmm. like, 
Um, basically, all right, let's go real quick. Mm-hmm. Basically, what happened was I was in a, a voice and speech like movement class in uh, acting conservatory, and you're uh, the first fifteen minutes is a warm up, and you're laying down and you're breathing, and you're very similar to like a yoga early yoga thing of like uh, breathing and trying to get in touch with your spine, quote unquote. And um, basically, it, you, you, the exercises, you start feeling like your energy, you're collecting your energy because acting, you need the use of like energy mm-hmm. and <laughs> breath to mm-hmm. get, you know, to get you to the performance. Um, and <clears throat> uh, what happened in this class a lot was I would get one of these post-concussion kind of headache things. And what that did was something would happen or a jostle, or, you know, if I, like, yeah, mo- some weird movement happens, I uh, uh, would go back to feeling like I did on that last concussion, and it was, that essentially was like my brain was ex- trying to push out from my skull. Like, yeah. Um, and it was uh, painful. It hurt a lot. It, it, yeah, it was a big bummer. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so, this new teacher came, and she took over, and she said, the other teacher had told her from the previous semester that this is something that happens to him. Uh, so she said, uh, look, uh, the next time this happens, uh, I want you to not try to block out the pain or put up with it or whatever or ignore it. So she's like, um, she said, I want you to have a conversation with it. <laughs> that, the sentence she said. And I'm like this metal playing dr- drummer from... Southern Illinois, we don't talk about chi and energy <laughs> or any of that shit, you know, like, um, so that, that took it, so it's getting used to in its own. Uh, but so I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. And, uh, so I did the next day, then when it, next time it happened, I did. And so during this warm up, I'm still like, uh, she's saying, okay, now you've, you're gathering your energy and you're moving it up your neck. And then, um, your vertebrae and I think she started because I have like displaced vertebrae and I feel like she never had us go into our skulls before really focus all that energy on our heads Mm -hmm. and skulls and the words she was using were weren't words she usually used um so I feel like she like was trying to get me there to to have this conversation you know uh and I did and essentially the rest of class moved on. This is a 20 minutes thing. So when I, what this I'm about to describe took place over the course of like 45 minutes of me just laying there on the ground. Uh, wow. Of shoot, of uh, uh, basically, I, I, yeah, I'm saying all of my chi is there and I'm watching. And then what happened was initially I'm like in the middle of my brain kind of. And I see all of the brain synapses and nerve endings and things and a whole... Uh, and then like almost like not like a screen, but I sort of lived through all of my times playing hockey from when I started on the street wow. at six. Like not even a highlight reel. Every moment wow. from when I first started through to getting injured um, to that last time. And when it finally got to the last time, uh, then I am like can see the highway system of nerve endings in my brain and there's a whole section that's just grayed out uh and almost like a hole like filling itself up 
like a <laughs> like like a, a you know like concrete cr- crumbling concrete like uh mm-hmm. putting itself back together mm-hmm. uh all of these synapses from the outskirts started like firing orange and red <laughs> and like going and like the chi went to work basically repairing that section of my brain <laughs> and uh right when the right when the uh concrete closed up when the when they closed the little pinhole and it became uh, alive again the whole brain like voltron kind of like wow. had this had yeah. this like engage it re-engaged that previous area it's like I would say probably it felt like maybe a fifth, you know, a fifth of this brain center was like just gray. Uh, and then uh, it it, it uh, fired up again. And right when it did and like that sort of it turned all blue and white That's and engaged, crazy. I uh, opened my eyes and Marcella, I swear, uh, that was the first time I had opened my eyes in like really three it was like three and a half years at that point uh it was insane and then i like got up and my body was moving in a way that it hadn't in so long and i was like didn't have this pain or that pain in there and i just immediately jumped into what the class was doing which was intense like walk back bends and walking on walls and doing weird like limbo kind of stuff and uh it was crazy it was it was like a a whole new I was I, I previously I'm a numbers guy or analy- analytic as a CPA and uh, previously I thought that the amount of healing that I had done was to 87 percent and that's as good as it's gonna get mm, mm-hmm. and that's really sad because as kids we were grounded for getting B's and that's a B, right? Essentially, okay. you know, like, yeah. oh man, my, for a B, I'm maxing yeah. out at a B. That yeah. sucks. Um, but then after that moment, I know that it's a whether I've healed fully or not. I know that there's no longer a ceiling. You know, like. So I mean, that's a pretty powerful story. Someone, how like if I want to sort of get an intro that's way too intense it sounds like some it reminded me i was saying it's like yeah (laughs) well what would be like an intro to to doing that or i don't know (laughs) is there an intro to something like um do you need like someone no i i think it's like um breath uh Go take a free class at the Transcendental Meditation Place in Los Feliz or wherever. I, I've never been there, but I'm sure that they're onto something, you know. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it is like, wh- as you know, whatever woo woo as it sounds, like you're, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, 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 we're all just energy, and if we can learn how to get in better control of our personal energy, we'll be able to get more unison and harmony with the energy around us and etc so much of what you're <laughs> saying like i'm sitting here i'm like i feel like i'm very quiet and i because what you're saying is hitting me so hard like when you said <laughs> control like i felt like i feel like i have all this uncontrolled like energy power whatever it may be but it, i have it yeah. it could be good but it's, i'm out of control i don't have control. but you do have it yeah that's for sure 
Yeah. <laughs> it's know. crazy. You're like blowing my mind right now. <laughs> oh, dope, shoot. That makes up for not being funny, I guess, during this episode. I, I mean, I'm entertained uh, yeah. thoroughly. Um, cool, cool. Should we? Well, let's let's um, yeah, let's start to really wrap it up for real. Um, <laughs> do you want to plug anything before we get going? Um, if you're in Los Angeles, come to uh, see uh, my improv teams uh, every Friday at ten at the Improv Space uh, on a team called Fish Grease there, and uh, my UCB mess hall team that I'm on with some wonderful people is called Shimmy. And we're most Sundays at 7 at the Inner Sanctum. We have a big show. I don't know when this is coming up, but uh, November 15th, Monday, uh, Franklin, we're playing. You said uh, November? What did you say? Uh, did I say November? It's like you said November. Ooh, <laughs> that was a misspeak. Yeah. Monday, January 15th. Monday, January 15th. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Other than that, take care of yourselves. Uh, <laughs> breathe. Breathe. Get in touch with one's breath. These YouTube yoga videos and YouTube breathing videos, like all that's very helpful. Feels good. I feel out of breath doing that. <laughs> yeah. That means, means I need to work on it. Yeah. On my breathing. But, um, yeah. And if there's something that you used to do that brought you a lot of joy that you're no longer doing, uh, try picking that up again Get if your life so allows, um, or know that that part of your life is over and you don't really want to do it anymore anyway and let go of the how would you know negative associations do you think there is because i struggle with this too like should i go back should i take tap classes again like i i feel like a, a calling but it's like do i really want to do it? it's like i'm not sure if it's do i still enjoy it and the depression is stopping me from doing it or do i go back like i don't know what like yeah. kind of what you just said like yeah is it time to let it go or what i don't know were you a competitive dancer like I danced uh, at a, in a dance academy. Yeah. 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 So that's was a major part of your life for mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What made you stop? <laughs> Money. <laughs> I right? did. When I lived in New York, I did it um, a lot. But when I moved back to L.A., just fucking money. No, no money, rather. Yeah. I mean, that's why I can't play the drums every day because I, I don't have a rehearsal space. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a van to move my stuff around. Uh, but hmm. it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, this was great. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me over. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. It's Marcella again. I just noticed that some folks still haven't subscribed to the podcast. So I just want to remind y'all to do that. Um, it only take a few seconds. Just go wherever you're listening to High Hopes. And click subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And then come get high with us on Instagram. You can follow us at High Hopes Live. And you can also find me at Cool Black Chick. And I appreciate you for listening to this whole episode. Uh, you rock and enjoy life. <laughs> Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to Dope Comedians. Subscribe now to access bonus episodes, clips, and audio. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. And follow us on social media at Dope Comedians. Until next time, live long and slay.